as always, I stand before you here tonight, the WWE Universe. Especially a privilege to stand here in this ring in Minnesota. I'm here simply to remind you of the four words we just saw and the, what we call the WWE signature. Those four words are then, now, forever, and the most important word is together. Welcome to SmackDown! Here we coming back at it again with a brand new episode of your favorite boys on the podcast, number 62, the Dabba Rules episode. We always coming in with some new hot takes. We got your boys always coming in fresh with a hot take this week. We got Teddy Lucy always e- fresh to death. Yo, what's up, everybody? Mr. Silk Master himself, Money Malcolm. What it is? What it do? And your fabulous beer savant. You got your boy Chris. And we are here with the new hot stuff coming in. A lot. A lot of hot stuff. We got a lot of stuff coming out. It's that's nah, been crazy. It's been like TMZ, like every like every day is like a new a new something. Then these boys are getting knocked out. The man's the man uh, the man still recently has been still trolling the fans. I'm, yeah. I'm waiting for him to somehow appear on NXT 2.0. And yeah. come out with the same BS. But I will tell you this though, the ratings have been hot the last two weeks. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Take Chris, take us to the top with this Vinny fiasco from the beginning of the week. So we got our illustrious fearless leader, the visionary himself, the true visionary, Vinny Mac. Mm-hmm. Apparently has been investigated by multiple sources of allegedly having an affair with an ex who is now an ex-employee of WWE and somehow some hush money got put away about a $3 million of his own money huh. he paid this woman and that was that this, this is not even recently from what I'm looking at this just happened a while ago um, we all know Vince and, and Linda, they've been living separate for, for some time now. You know, Linda just comes in, you know, through the family events. She's, you know, she's still part of the company. She's mm-hmm. still the stakes. And that's just that. Vin does his whole his whole shit, and that it is what it is. Somehow, John Laurinaitis is involved in this. I don't know to what extent. This is starting to look on some Brian Maddox and Xavier Woods shit at this moment. On a high corporate level. So, oh yeah. So Johnny, right? Johnny Ace, right now, for those who know, has been on administrative leave, and now we got uh, Pritchy right now, who is taking over. Uh, Stephanie is stepping in as the interim CEO, and Kevin Dunn is not even in the hot waters. Who's the who has been the producer for WWE for? About over 25, 30 years right now. He's in hot take. So, Vinny's boys right now says the inside club. They, there is, it's going to be some changes right now internally within the WWE. 
And it's going to be very interesting to see how things kind of go on from here. Yeah. Because it looks like, from what has been reported on Johnny Ace, it looks like there's no return from him because he got hit with the with the conduct, misconduct, too. Mm. So, Vince, you know, his thing we know with the affair, but Johnny Ace has some other stuff going on, too. Mm. And, um, yeah, it's going to be interesting. You know, the boys' club looks like it's going to be broken up. Finally, um, you had Stephanie just a week prior. We all know Steph was sort of let go, and then you know her name got thrown through the mud too. Like they did a whole article on her, yeah. Insider. Um, Talking about she ain't shit. She ain't that. All she was too. Get the fuck out of here. You know, it was it was it was let me known out here. You know that you know Stephanie was not doing things up to Paul. You know, she's going to go on a quote-unquote family leave. And then we, we got this news that broke out with events. It makes sense. And, you know, I'm pretty sure because a lot of people was looking at it when the Stephanie thing happened. We all joked about it. You know, Nick Khan's knocking the McMahons out one by one. Um, You know, everybody probably would have thought Nick Khan would be CEO. Yeah. But, you know, I could see how the board... It's like, yo, we need, we just had a misconduct with a bunch of, this has to do with female. Mm-hmm. It makes the most sense with Stephanie to step in, be the, you know, taking over. Like, you know, he probably, Nick Khan probably got all ruled on this, you know, like if you're going to go with anybody to lead the company, go with Stephanie. Yeah. Who is, who, who, who is the right choice, by the way? Mm-mm-mm. That, yeah, was like, that was a short leave. Yeah, because like I even said last episode, even though I think, you know, Stephanie was getting knocked around a lot, you know, of not getting things done on the business side. She did a lot of things on the PR side for them that, that Vincent, the rest of the guys, wasn't going to do. Yeah, she definitely was like ambassador. Yeah. Yeah, even prior to her leaving, she was just a week prior to that, she was um, announced as one of the biggest, um, you know, execs in New York, um, in New York Times. <laughs> It's like she's she's been out here, you know, doing a lot of things. Now she might like on the business side, but you know, I think we all know WWE they doing pretty well on the business side. But you still need that yeah. good PR going on. Yeah, and they got a lot of other business dealings mostly. Right. And she's also been very vocal, low key. That hasn't really been out there like that. But she's also been a little vocal on how the women's division has been shaping up recently within the past. Uh, with the past year or so, honestly, right. <clears throat> um, yeah, a lot of people like Stephanie. You know, there's yeah. there a response. A lot of wrestlers in the back. You know, I'm down with Stephanie. She was like, well, she she almost had me drawn to milk growing up. <laughs> hey, hey, O2 SmackDown. It was it was Stephanie and Topanga. Right, and Stephanie actually, we all know she has actually experience in creative. You know, she was had had SmackDown at peak SmackDown. She's when, been, when 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 she was like the GM or like after that. I'm talking about even like behind the scenes, she was like one of the yeah. writers. Oh shit! Doing that old two like old six stretch. Okay, like, like you said, it's like the promise SmackDown. She would definitely have a hand hand in it. Yeah, yeah and Paul Heyman. Paul Lee. That must have been fun for them to work together. I would love to see that happen, but I think who knows? It it might it might be a little different. We've known we 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 know how difficult it is to to work that 
you know, how, from everyone's um, opinion, it is sometimes very difficult to work with the old man. Um, there's just some people, even I remember Road Dog was saying, he was just like, he had to tap out. He's like, I've no one can ever outwork Vince McMahon. Like this dude is always on some shit, and he just as just as, as he can create something, he can just be like, no, 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 we need to redo this whole thing again, <laughs> and be dead ass. Um, and there's just some people that's like, respectfully, I gotta leave. This 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 doesn't work for me. Um, with numerous times, um, with Paul Heyman, we've known that. We know Paul Heyman was supposed to be. The uh, the head guy in charge during the Thunderdome era, and I think he lasted what four or five months within the job. Yeah, now nah, well, the ratings are low. He's like, dude, we everything is gonna be low. Yep, like he was the one like we need to use these guys like they're that we aren't being utilized. Like he's just like it makes no sense. He's just like. We got, you know, Alexander Andrade. They have all these people in the back. We have talent. Mm-hmm. Let's, create, let's create stars. Let's let's make these guys stars. And I was like, no, you're, you're out. He was like, all right, cool. And if it wasn't for Brock being there, like, um, Paulie E would not just, would probably not be there. Yeah. And then, you know, obviously, the Roman, you know, He's, he's in charge of that baby. Yeah. That's his baby. So it, it'll be very interesting to see what happens. i will also be very curious to see what now happens with the Sasha situation. Because mm, uh, Stephanie is in charge now? Not only that, but like that's a homegirl too. Mm-hmm. So who, who knows what can happen um because I mean, she's been there's been rumors nonstop for the past few weeks about Sasha getting released, not getting released. She's officially released. I was like, there hasn't been anything that has been said at the moment. As of right now, she's still on suspension without pay. She's still in the um in the SmackDown zone. Yeah, she's still in the active roster. Um, no word on Naomi. Um. She's, uh, I think she's a separate entity at, as of right now. She's the one, yeah. I know that Naomi's contract is up at the end of December. Um, or yeah, her con because before the even before Sasha and Naomi was like they, you know, they left, they was already in negotiations with their contract, yeah. Because yeah. I know they like they like to renegotiate if there's like a couple months left on the deal, yeah. Like, like WWE, they kind of like if you got like two or three months, they're like, hey. Yeah. Yep, and then um, cause the reports on Sasha <laughs> now is that 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 Sasha has got some lawyers involved to get her negotiated out of her contract. Yeah, <laughs> yeah and Snoop's lawyers, the best but, the best lawyers we can buy. Um, but we will see, cause this whole it's been a like like we talked about it before, but like the the booking on I mean not the booking the t- the storytelling on how they. <laughs> reported the Sasha contract situation was terrible. It was awful. It was like people were trying to all these dirt sheets were trying to just piggyback on the vent stuff already and just like, all right, we got more stories to break. Um, Sasha is um, apparently not with the company no more and nobody nobody released a statement, official statement. <laughs> no. Everybody wanted to be the first person to, to report and they all sounded like assholes. 
Like, we have no clue what's happening this time. No clue. It's been like the Vegas reporting. Like, well, we heard backstage one of the big talent oh. say that they think Sasha's gone. You think? You think you, you know? Nah, you either like, hey, sources have confirmed. Oh, we're hearing rumors. Like, no. Oh, we, we believe. Like, no, it's not what you believe, my man. It's like, leave this shit for the podcast. But if you're going to write a fucking statement, I, you better damn well know like this is exactly what's happening. Oh, she's on her way out. And everybody bashing bashing her and Naomi. Like it was kind of low. It was it was it was low. It was it was really fucked up. And you knew like for certain people it was definitely uncomfortable. Um Corey Graves, like I, he was definitely forced to say shit like that. Yeah. Um <clears throat> Pat Mack, if you ever remember when he was sitting next to Michael Cole, he was looking at him like, What? Yo, Pat Yo. is so funny. Yo, he was mm-hmm. like, even when they did the Vince scandal this week on his show, there was like, you know, people at his show was like, yo, what's going on in WWE? He was like, yo, when I go there, I get the script soon as I get there. I don't know what's going on. He was like, yo, I just like it that way. He was like, I don't know what's going on. It's some allegations. I'll find out when I get to work. There you go. He's like, I wait for the tea when I get there. Mm-hmm. That's, that's so, all man. it is. Um, but it's, it's, it's gonna be it's gonna be interesting. The culture has definitely been very very divided there. Yeah, how you, how you felt about um Vinny showing up on SmackDown? Loved it. And and again on on Monday Night Raw, loved it. He he's gonna he's gonna squeeze as much as he can. This was on some Wolf of Wall Street shit. <laughs> um, the just. Just for them to go, everyone was was speculating what's going to happen, what's going to be said, and as if you you heard the uh, the intro, um, prior to, to for us starting this podcast, is just it, it 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 was just simple. The ratings were up. That's all you needed. He was just like, "Oh, we're going to do this. We might as well squeeze it out." <laughs> so however long that might be, who who knows. And then he comes out um, last night on Raw, um, does the same thing, promotes John Cena coming back, celebrating with his 20th anniversary. Yeah, John came back at the perfect time because, you know, they, yeah. just, they just lost somebody, a white baby face like um, Cody. Yeah. They had, to bring, for the they had to bring back Brock. Oh, yeah, Brock as well came out. I forgot about that. Um, um yeah, yeah, he came back. Roman came back. It was like, all right, man, you got a couple injuries going on. Vacay over. We need some, we need some star power. People were already bitching, like, oh, we were expecting him to address the. I'm like, he doesn't need to address anything. No, they never. They not gonna do that. No, like who? But who does that? Like, like, do you expect them to come out with with some formal speech? I thought if, if anything, they were gonna mock it. They were going to do some DX shit the time they had to apologize to the USA Network for saying and doing obscene shit. I was like, if they would have went that route, I would have loved it. But they're going to come out, oh, I know you've heard the allegations and this and that. I don't give a fuck. What, what Vince does is in, in his own time, Vinny does. Let's, <laughs> let, let, let's be honest. This shit happened a while ago. They don't seem to be ill foul play. It was just Somebody just happened to stumble across, like, hey, why is there money being given to this person? Because they had to write it down in the books. 
Um, yeah, I think the number. I think the number amount was alarming. Three mil. Yeah, it's like, damn, nigga, what you did? Three mil. That's that's a little crazy. Three mil. Three mil. At that moment, I would have just been like, hey, you know what? Instead of giving you three million straight cash, mm-hmm. I'd been like, yo, I'll give you three million in, in WWE stocks. <laughs> that would have been the smartest way. Leave yeah. let, um, let Nick Khan leave you to the promised land. Yeah, it's just like you know what, I'll do that. But if you want to do hush hush, um, he gave apparently there was two, three installment payments. You know, Vinny got that loot, he got that Saudi money. He was I was feeling frisky. I can afford to pay this. You know, yeah, because yeah, some people was like, "Yo, if this doesn't do it for y'all now, how can y'all still watch this?" I'm like, Vince did like ten times worse things than this. Then I'll fail. You, you think I'm supposed to be sad over London McMahon? What the this fuck, man? This we man God. My man was over here um, covering up murders for his talent. He was being alleged, sacrilegious in church. Alleged rapes, um, steroid scandals. Well, he did. Um, he stripped um Trish Stratus, these sexually explicit skits. Yeah, fighting with your daughter, <laughs> like fighting with your whole family. Yeah, you you think I'm gonna we gonna go crazy over London, man? Nah, that's how I yo growing up. I'm like yo, white people fit. I like white people really fight <laughs> their own kid. Yo, for real. Because I got into like I started like really like memorizing wrestling, like the build. What was that? It wasn't 19. I think it was 18 with the street fight with him and Chain. Oh, 17. Yeah, that, the street fight between um Vince and Chain at Mania. Yeah, yeah. So that build, I'm like, yo. I'm like, niggas really fighting their kid? Yo, nothing is still going to be as infamous as Vince McMahon starting beef with God. <laughs> My man even went to church. The, the whole shit. He's like, fuck this, fuck this holy water, fuck this church, fuck the clock, the dock, Papa Doc. Oh yeah. Yo, the funniest fool, thing nigga. that was reported this weekend, um, they had Meltzer on on CNN on Saturday, right? So they mm-hmm. was like, yo, give us your thoughts, you know, on the Vince scandal, and it was like, Vince was like, yeah, you know, boys will be boys, as they always yeah. do, and then it was like, oh, and yeah, he's gonna be on. Matter of fact, this is before SmackDown started. They was like, yeah, he's going to be on SmackDown tonight. And they was like, of course he is. <laughs> yeah. Ben saw the opportunity. He took it. And, and we, like, is anyone surprised? Not me. No. But every oh. mark out there was just like, he didn't explain anything. He didn't, he, he needed to address the difference. He's not, he's, he's not going to address no legal shit in the fucking wrestling show. Yeah. His lawyers will slap the shit out of him. You fucking yeah. mark. Yeah. yeah, I'm pretty sure the board and his lawyers told him to keep it brief. Yeah, and you know, his same... lawyers like don't say no. You really can't like, especially with this investor, he can't say literally anything. Nah, and it was it was genius of him. He got a little spike in the ratings the last the last two shows on on Friday Night SmackDown and Monday this past week. Mm-hmm. Um, that's all you can ask for. It's kind of like. You know what? This is this is like negative attention. How can someone literally, whether it was him or someone part of the 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 Vinny Mac team, was just like, all right. So how can we how can we spin this negative into a positive? What can we get out of this? You got a spike in the ratings. You got people talking. You got WWE trending. Got them hot in the streets. It's kind of one of those things that there's no such thing as bad publicity at this moment. You take it however you want to spin it. 
There was no narrative. There was no nothing. It was just Vince being Vince, a little trolling, and that's what it was. People so concerned. Like, I don't give a fuck what you did again. It ain't it ain't my business. Yeah, he didn't, he didn't break real, for real? once Vince didn't break the law on this one. He didn't. But they just it was just the board investigating, like, yo, where the hell this three million came from? No, it is hush money. Where's this hush money coming from? And then it just kind of took a, a a thing of his own and TMZ, uh the New York Times, all these like media outlets. I'm like, like, damn, like y'all taking this he make it sound like he's like committed adultery or some shit, or he did some real scandalous. Like, nah, technically he's still married, but they're separated. No, nah, I think because I think just because the whole, you know, <coughs> they making Vince step down thing, so a lot of other outside media outlets, you know, that don't watch mm-hmm. WWE, they looking at this. Oh, Vince stepping down. Yeah, they don't know. With the, they don't know shit. Yeah, but once they don't you, know shit. But once you've seen that, even though he's stepping down, he's still a head of creative. It's like, ah, right, you know what this is about. This is just so like the, the TV network partners or whatever the case is like, ah, right, you know, just step away until, you know, the investigation is over and stuff like that. Starting with this, Ricky, you should just come out on every show. Yeah, because if it was like bad, bad, he would never be on TV. No, but it, it's it's nothing. It is nothing serious. He can't speak on it. Can't do anything. Um, even best, I think you should just come on and do some commentary, or just like you know, I'm just gonna sit ringside. That'll be I'm something. Here. Just sit ringside. Don't even say anything. You just go. I mean, he, he was already on. T- he was already playing a role with the theory shit. Yeah. You don't need to do much, but I'm just I'm very curious to see what what's gonna be new, what's gonna be different. How is he shows going? Is he like stepping down? Like, hey, we don't want you to do anything or touch anything. Like, you need to step away from the company, or it's just like you know what for the board right now as CEO, we need you to step down. We don't know what he may or may do. In terms of creative, that's going to be where I'll be very curious. Yeah, um, we don't know the extent of what his actual um, play in the company is. Yeah, um, yeah. Like I was saying though, like this is I know secession writers are looking at this. I stole a whole flow, <laughs> word for word, ball for ball, season two. The way the cronies are getting. Hooked up the Johnny Aces, the daughter taking over. If this, ain't part, if this ain't part of the Vince McMahon biopic documentary, I don't want it. I mean, when they do the bio on that, this is not even gonna be like top three. Nah, this shit should be on it. <laughs> it's, gonna, it's gonna be on it, but this is not gonna. This is gonna be a footnote compared to all the other stuff. This shit needs to be on Dark Side of the Ring or something. I need, oh, yeah. I need, I need some exclusives on this. need the details. I mean, Dark Side of the Ring, now they got their season worth right here. <laughs> it's just like, yo, you got a, you got a whole two-part series right here. There's your season. Yeah, they and, and, and Vince has another <laughs> lawsuit, too. He's, um, what's the uh, fuck, 
um, with the XFL. He got with Oliver Luck. He's going to courts for that too. Well, that's already been discussed, and I even know. Um, same thing with The Rock as well. He's getting into it with some shit with, uh, I think it's Megan Raponi over mm-hmm. some sort of uh, intellectual right property, the whole together thing that said is something that's something that's very similar to what Raponi and like Sue Bird has, and they're kind of taking the, the, the Rock, technically easy. Um, I guess the majority owner, uh, I believe, of the XFL, they're taking the court because of that shit. Oh, really? Yeah, that was something uh, I I read earlier this morning, and I was like, "What the fuck, guy? You know what I want to hear about your shit?" Yeah, <laughs> I'm so, I, I I I I can't stand her. You really can't. I can't. Honestly, as as a player, don't get me wrong. If as a player, I got no problems. My my biggest thing right now is um, athletes becoming too political now. Mm-hmm. They like a lot of people are looking at sports figures as these like um, political figures. Like they got like it's cool you got your opinions and all that, but stop making like people need to stop saying like their fucking word is gold. <laughs> Mick, Foley, Mick Foley is another one. Mick Foley. Mick Foley, yeah. Like, he's for the last, like, probably, I don't, kind of knows how many years, he's been on this whole shake. He wants to take uh, Trompito out of the Hall of Fame. And he's just like, yeah, it needs to be removed. I'm like, Mick, respectfully, just shut the fuck up. I talk to Mrs. Foley, Mrs. Foley's boy, baby boy like that. Yeah, it's just like, respectfully, like, just shut the fuck up. And it's like you sit and he was supposed to be taking time off Twitter and saying like oh. I think he went on that WWE rent. <laughs> not, not only that, but he's been it again, it's like getting too political on shit and this and making dramatics. And I'm like, all right, cool. You get your opinions, but then stop advocating like this shit needs to fucking happen and this. It's just like Mick, just have some perk and shut the fuck up and have a smile. Like I don't know what you want me to say. Like enough, Nick. But yeah, um, let's um. Well, since we was on the Vince topic, you know, Roman having a match with Riddle, good match. Great Randy's match. obviously gonna be out. They saying he has a back injury. Um, yeah, not we. We all not surprised that they pushed the button on Brock on this, right? You know, we we do. You know, the question is, does it seem like it was a sign of? Desperation, but this was—I think this was a time like Yo Brock. I really need you on this one. Yeah, you know that we we sort of knew that that could happen because Brock <laughs> is on the SummerSlam poster. We knew he's going to show up at some point. Yeah. Um, um I thought I, I didn't even—I I didn't even expect Brock to be around until later this year. No, I know there was talks about him having a match at SummerSlam. Um, I don't think it was gonna be about Roman. I think because obviously Roman was gonna face Randy, but um, I thought that even the match that they did on SmackDown with um Riddle, I thought that could have been our Money in the Bank. Yeah, um, that is I, true. Which that was supposed to be the original plan. Some things just changed. 
Yeah, because well, I, I think because of the, the stadium thing, because Roman wanted to do the Russell at the stadium clothes he has in his contract now. But I thought this, I just thought that the, the fact that Matt Riddle, it just goes to show you like how over he's been. Yeah. Like that he already earned that for the pay-per-view match. Over like Rover. I mean, would you say it's a disservice to him that that match happened um, for free or um, it should have been held for a pay-per-view? Yes and no. Um, only because of the stadium thing now where, like, um, Money in Bank is probably, you know, it's an arena now, so it's, like, I guess not as big of a deal. But at the same time, this is Roman's first match since Mania. And it was obviously, you know, when I showed y'all the ratings in the group chat earlier, mm-hmm. you got a big pop. Like, it was, like, a lot of people tuned in to Roman's match. Like, so it it was a good look for um, <coughs> Riddle, who's been, you know, been killing her all, all year. Um, but obviously, I, I I looked, I just looked at it since Randy was gonna be out. Like, all right, they could do the match where you know the Usos are probably screwing over Riddle, and they could yeah. like prolong this, and this become a thing. And if Randy came back at SummerSlam, that'll be the match. You know, he goes after the I guess quote unquote big boss of the team. But you know, I guess Vince probably had in his mind already that Randy's probably not gonna be back, and they got Brock Lesnar in the cut. So we'll just go with that. Do you think? Um, but like, where do you go from here with with uh, with Roman? Like, I feel that there's uh, they, a running lot of, out of running out of matches. I mean, I kind of want to say that that is a case because like everything is getting um, a little bit fast tracked. Long term, there's still no indication of what's what, apart from which I which I found it strikingly odd that they 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 mapped out like, hey. These are these these are who you're gonna face um for the title on these occasions is you just named three opponents so like automatically by you putting that out there, I think you just you blew up everything that they had planned. Granted, we we, we know how the the predetermination works. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But I think you you putting it out there that he's these are gonna be his next three opponents. It doesn't make any sense. Like as a as a fan, you just ruin you you ruin the whole thing. You know, sometimes just watching the match doesn't do much. You still kind of want to be able to have that still small that still small hope that something could change. Yeah, um, you know, card always scheduled to change, but as we've seen now with Randy, now they gotta had to change that. Um. You know, Roman, I don't know, it's gone. A lot of, I could tell, like, even some of the wrestlers, you know, they're getting a little antsy now. Like, ah, yo, you know, going to have to come off some belts, play. <laughs> <laughs> like Seth Rollins said last night, I think they had, like, a po- uh, uh, article in the New York Post, like, is Seth Rollins, you know, better, you know, better than Roman? And then, and it was like, maybe. And then Seth was like, no, it's no maybe to that. <laughs> Nah, Roman, because they they did pick, like, the thing about Roman Reigns, nobody can argue, they did pick the right person to to be the guy in this era. Yeah. Like, he has it. Like, Seth is literally just, like, a notch below. But, um, it just just sucked that it took so long for Roman to become likable to the audience. 
with the with the booking. Like this could have been way sooner. If, like you know what I mean. But it is what it is. Can't change the past. It became what what was needed, it, and I think we relentlessly how many times we've talked about this from episode two, three, four, five. Like it, it eventually I felt like it would happen. Um, turning go having Roman go heel, he was like, "I'm not heel. I'm I'm not none of this. I'm just I'm just Roman." Like just shit like that. It was just the simplicity like, is, is what you needed. And when you give sometimes people you hate, it's kind of also at the same time people are like, I love it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, there was just there was just so many things that just it didn't work towards the statement, um, towards the beginning, and they were like, oh, I'm tired of getting force fed Roman and this and that. I was like, oh, I bet. Um, <laughs> you know what? What? Whatever works. And respect. And I'm not saying I'm not saying this like this. In a, in, a, in a really fucked up way or anything like that. But I think, unfortunately, when he, you know, when he was like, hey, I'm in, uh, you know, his, his uh, cancer kind of like started to come up again. Um, him stepping some time. I think it, it, it gained a little sympathy. And I'm not saying this is a work or this was like taking advantage. Um, but it, it did help. And it was just like, hey, we're all humans at the same time. Like a little rally in quote. Mm-hmm. And it was just like, you know what, well, bullshit aside, wrestling, whatever you may think of me, like, yo, I'm human, this is this is this is what's going on. I gotta step away from this. And it, you know, I think it it it, it, it gave him a, a little extra layer. Um and then even the time him taking away, he's just like, you know what, like I'm back, I'm in remission, and COVID happened. He's like, you know, I'm not trying to, you know, I, I need to think about my health first. Mm-hmm. And then you come back and you just have like this this new moxie about you, like this new swag, and you know, and new teeth, um, <laughs> and, and and it just is like, all right, all right, like th- this is this is this is fresh, this is new, and everything just has built up from them. What they've done with the last two years, the build up has just been awesome. Yeah, I, I, think, I could definitely agree on that. Yeah, yeah bro. I think at the you know leukemia resurface, like he's like if I come back, like I'm gonna just do it. Like whatever he had vision in his head, whatever he was talking back, say was creative. Like this is how we do it. This is we gonna do it. It's not gonna be like how 2015 we trying to get Roman over. Yeah. Like we just gonna go all out. Like I got nothing else to live. Like I could have died again. You know, died whatever case. You know, this came back. You know, what's my legacy legacy gonna be like? Yeah, and it's you know, um, having having Paul Heyman, um, on his side was awesome. Uh, just the the build up in the layers between, you know, getting Jey Uso, you know, on board, and then getting Jimmy who was out for almost a year with you know with with the tear, um, getting him to come and join us. He's like, oh, this is the bloodline. This is what what we about. This is what we're doing. Um, it, it it worked out. I was kind of hopefully explaining that there, there, there might have been uh another member, mm-hmm. uh, to the squad, whoever they decide was the right fit for that. Still holding out for that. Uh, but it's it's been it's been a great story told for for that long, and that's one thing I I will say. Vince doesn't work. He 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 gives no shits about the little small details. 
He's like, whatever creative has for is like, I don't give a fuck for that. He mm-hmm. builds long term, and that's and that's what he's good at. He's 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 good at building that that long term build out, the bigger picture. Like this is what I'm really focusing on. This is the 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 map that I we need to follow between now and like two three years from now. This is the build up. This is the course. Yeah, I think that after the summer, as I stated before, a, a belt will be coming off Roman. Because Raw definitely deserves a belt again. They've been putting in a lot of work. A lot of wrestlers there. Bobby, Seth, Kevin Owens. No. Um, you know, one of those belts gotta go to one of those guys. But in 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 some ways, and I I I've been I've been saying this. Even when everyone bitched about Brock having the title and then leaving and then kind of coming back. I, I think with the, the weird formula of them not having the title on there, but still kind of like showcasing it here and there, um, hasn't been bad. I think now it's starting to become a little bit more relevant. I think they just probably needed the person to do it. Yeah. They're making the U.S. title relevant again. Um, I, I, I'm, I actually am pretty fond of this of Austin Theory right now having that title. Um and the program he has now with Bobby Lashley, I think they can both benefit off of this. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it's funny that you mentioned that because, like, when after they lost the belt, well, I mean, because when Brock got the belt, yeah, and like from not only from the men's side, like even going down tag team women's, like they just the way they structured everything been consistent. Yeah, um, there just still needs to be some importance to. The Intercontinental title, I know uh, Gunther, a.k.a. Walter. You know, first of all, the, the, the transformation my guy has made is it's crazy. It, it, it's retarded. Yo, all the dirt sheets was like, how could they make him lose weight and get muscles? They messing up the best part of him. Look at him now. Look at him. I'm, in, I'm indifferent. I'm in, honestly, I'm indifferent. Um, about it, um, because it's just for some reason it's a little weird now. Like him going with with his what he looked like, let's say a year ago, mm-hmm. big guy with those chops. It was something about his physique that you were like, those chops are gonna fucking they're gonna go through you. And it's just like you're a muscular man. It's just like oh, all right, but I just feel like for some weird reason. His old physique is what sold me on those chops. Like this was that thunder. It's like he was a big boy that can really fucking do some damage. And now we got CrossFit Gunther, Walter. Mm, CrossFit Gunther. Yeah, you got Equinox. You got Equinox yeah, Gunther. Yeah, yeah. Them chops ain't gonna stop though, man. He's on his. He's on his Ico Pro shit. And then he got he got two other UK guys over there that could chop crazy too. Sheamus and Drew. Uh, I would like to see Sheamus link up with Gunther down the road. Oh, absolutely. Or oh, more or less, like, um, thinking about Sheamus, I don't know if y'all saw this quote. Um, we, um, go ahead, um, wrap that up, Chris, because I saw this crazy quote from Sheamus like a day ago. No, do, do you think, bro? Oh, okay. Now, nah, Sheamus, I don't know if you guys saw it, but he said he at least wants to wrestle in WWE for like another like 10, 13 years. He wants to? Mm hmm. I mean, Sheamus is what, 42 now? Yeah, but 
One thing about me, I always said too, like Sheamus has probably been like one of the like most underrated hands in like WWE history. He is. Like he's had he's had some pretty good runs. Yeah, the crazy thing about Sheamus though, even though he haven't had the belt in a while, like he he barely loses. Like he barely like you have to be a top two or three guy to actually beat him. Nobody else on the roster beats him. Yeah, like he he's putting the work for like a long time now. And even the matches, uh, he's one of those. You can put him in those conversations. You know, like there's people that just have like great chemistry. Like having Famous and Drew, like they they they've been fantastic. They put on some great matches. Yeah, I think they've been wrestling since like the teenagers and shit. Yeah, like they've they've gone up and down the road. It's like the same thing. It's just it's the same background with uh with KO and, and Sami Zayn. Yeah. Oh, like house shows and just doing all these shows like, together. Yeah, like just like they just they just have what clicks. You put them in a ring together, and you'll get good shit. You know, and there's usually there's very few people that the first time you put them together, you know, they they can make um, an amazing match, and I've only seen that happen one time in my entire life. Which one was that? <clears throat> Shawn Michaels and Kurt Angle at Mania. At Mania, okay. Um, and even Kurt Angle, Pranada said he was like that was probably one of the greatest matches I've ever had. Um, and he felt some type of way too because he wasn't sure what he was walking into at Mania. He was like, Shawn and I never, you know. I kept asking him like, hey, you know, like throw out for weeks. How do you want to get this done? What do you want to do? He's like, don't worry about it. <laughs> <laughs> he's like don't don't worry about it um and he was just like what do you mean don't worry about it he's like don't worry about it come mania we'll just call it uh, the room. he's like we never went over anything apart from this is the finish yeah because that that shows you like sean's like like he trusts kurt like he already knows yeah. like, you're gonna get shit done that and you have like a, a ring general like that's someone that's really gonna take over and he's like the, the chemistry we had was just amazing. Like we never went over anything. It was like all the stuff that we were doing, we went on the fly. Wow, that's crazy. There's very, there's very few people that, that I've 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 heard that has that you know that they have that. Um apart from HBK obviously you know AJ AJ Styles is another one who's been who's been really 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 good with that. Guys who can make you look like you know, a million. They they can sell the match and make it a million bucks. Yeah, yeah like we don't need to draw out this elaborate match by hand. We come up with spots and shit like that. But other than that, just you feel it. You just go with it, and that's and I feel like that's the true art. Yeah, I felt like I felt like, like AJ did that. Like he did that in the IC match. Yeah. Like those are those those are just it's, it's an it's an art that once you have really reached to that point where it takes years, but that's like it's a shit. Yeah. Well. Oh, how you felt about the Ezekiel Elias? Oh, what? <laughs> Is it oh god? Oh god. Mm-hmm. Um, it was honestly that was probably one of the reasons I I stuck around to watch Raw fully. I was like, I need to see how, which is which is exactly what I was expecting. You know, they they did some pre taping of some things, 
they uh they they pasted him with a beard um so i believe they're they're planning on doing a, a some sort of a tag team match if i'm not mistaken i don't know how that's going to work i think they say you got another brother or something yeah some shit like that and they're like who the fuck can this third person be now mm-hmm. um but i would i would love if somehow this if if if, if they I want to see this long term. I want to see how this truly plays out. Who's to say when they have the next draft, um, Elias won't get drafted to SmackDown? And Ezekiel Raw? Yeah. Are they gonna do a Mick Foley? They they could they could do something like that. I think I I'll I'll be down for something like that. Um, this definitely has played out longer than a lot of people thought it was going. Yeah, I I didn't think this was gonna last as long. And we, I think I think a big reason is Kevin Owens. Yeah. Um, but we 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 knew exactly like the uh the type of BS charade they were gonna come up with. <clears throat> we know. Um but I I'm I'm intrigued. It's, it's one of those like we haven't had a storyline like this in a while. Like something a little goofy. Yeah, but still to a point was like, no, this is like this can't be it. And I think they, they have the perfect person to do this. Um, you know, Sammy's doing his own thing out, out on SmackDown. Um, but I, I, I it's it's good. It's some it's refreshing. Now he's right about that. Yeah. Um... It's, it's just I'm tired of seeing the same old stale shit. And I to the credit, again, it's it's hard for you to go and we have to write a new show every week. Sometimes there's only there's only so many ideas you can come up with within that time, and I think that some that those are some things that a lot of people don't understand on the long term part of it. Um, and it's I it's it's something that AEW lacks, like the goofy storyline. No, it's not even just the goofy storylines. Like you're getting the you're you're getting the wrestling. Um, and I was listening to. Uh, to, to Bubba Ray the other day. Mm-hmm. And he had a point. He was just like, the 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 real problem isn't with the product, what's going on in AEW, Ring of Honor, New Japan, WWE. It's, it has nothing to do with that. It has, it has a large to do with the fans. The fans really don't care so much about the, the gimmick. They don't really care. They're not invested as much as the character, the show, the storyline. They're just like, I just want to see the athleticism. I just want to see the moves and the spots. The moves, the spots, they're all this. And this it's what's ruining like that's really the the cancer of what's going on with with wrestling, with pro wrestling today. No, that that's very that's a good point. Cause um when we went to um what was that shit? Grand Slam? Yeah. Uh my good friend Xavier, friend of the show, um, he told me like while we was watching the show. He um, cause he's a big wrestling head also. He said like while he was watching the show, he was like, "There's no grappling," mm. and I, I like he literally he was like, "There's like like the way like the some of the like matches we saw throughout the night." He was like, "He was like, there's no like, there's no like real grappling move sets or like chain wrestling anymore." And I don't think only FTR does that on AEW. <laughs> he said everything like. It's just more like spot because his favorite wrestler um, is like the Benoit and Eddie's of the world. So you know, like yeah, they have the matches, 
laid out and shit. So that, I remember that was one thing that always stuck out to me. He was like, yo, there ain't no grappling in this shit. There's like, no he wasn't really mad at anything, but he was just saying, like, if, if to, for all Elite to get better, he was like, he would like some um, some more different styles to, like, start being featured or they start doing that. Yeah, um, not, not yeah. Much, that, yeah, both mentioned it about that. Um, Like, the past two, you know, episodes of AEW, you know, they've been getting record low numbers again. And a lot of people have been like, you know, with the forbidden door, you know, storyline. Like, a lot of people feel like, okay, a lot of people know about New Japan, but if you're new to this, if you just watch AEW wrestling and you didn't know nothing about New Japan and these guys are coming in, this, they don't feel important. Yeah, they kind they stay, like, like Chris said, they should have kind of, like, westernized it for, like, maybe people who just hopped on the AEW. And what I mean by westernized, I'm like, make it a whole storyline. Like, start showing, like, Jay White attacks. You know, like, like wrestling tropes. Like, have them, like, show up with, like, tickets. Like, just don't say we got Forbidden Door, AEW, New Japan. Like, why don't why don't you just work to something towards it? So, I, I will say my opinion on... As of right now, I have very low expectations for the Forbidden Door pay-per-view coming up this week. Mm-hmm. Um, the buildup on it has just been horrifying. There hasn't, there, there, you know, they, they, they've done what they can, but the buildup on this has just been horrible. Yeah, especially with their main champ going down. Um, yeah, you know, you, you had um, ok- Okada dropping the title to Jay White, um, which I think a lot of people were very eager and excited to see Okada. Um, that's your your main guy for whatever reason, um, decision that happened internally at closed doors. You know, obviously we won't ever know, and it's, and there's nothing wrong with knocking Jay White because I I do feel his his first title run was was definitely cut a little short. He ended up dropping it at the um, at the Supercard at the Garden a couple of years back. Mm-hmm. Um, it was definitely short lived, but. Um, I, I'm, you know, no, no knocking them, but it's it's very interesting that they decided to go that route. A lot of stuff still hasn't been finalized yet. I mean, maybe you know, with uh, uh, blood and guts, you know, tomorrow will be a little different, and maybe we they'll finally close that up. Mm-hmm. Um, will Osprey supposed to defend his title? Do we know against who? Oh, no. Cassidy. Is it Cassidy? Yeah. Oh boy, that's he just been MIA. He just popped up and facing Osprey. Mm-hmm. And it's gonna it, and, and and it was him calling out whoever was at Dominion. Um this all of the all Atlantic bullshit is like a fatal four-way, which we don't even have a fourth member yet. All we have is Ishihi, Penta, um, I can't remember who else is uh, part of the card for, um, for part of that I'm, match. Yeah, I'm looking at the card right now. Pac, Miro, and uh, Malachi Black. Is the Sheehy not part of that? No, they saying... They, yeah, he is a part of it. So, it, okay. Um, it's, it's, there's, 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 there's too much... Not going on, if that makes sense. 
Yeah, like for a car for Sundown has been since AEW's been inception. And you know, everybody's been having you know, New Japan, if they did a pay per view, it's definitely been like a letdown. Yeah. For something that everyone like every we all knew would happen one day. Um, so that's why I wanna set my expectations low. Um because generally speaking, I I I they, they, there's so much that could have been done on here. Um, who knows if Kenny makes a, an appearance on here? Because when was the last time we saw Kenny? I was about to say, nigga said he gonna pull the Rob Van Dam um, um, like roll from the first one night stand. <laughs> like that would that like it would be it would definitely be something, um, and then that can probably help spark, you know, the OG. And the elite bullet club. Like that storyline has been played around for God knows how long. Um there, 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 there's just there's there's so many things. And, and, and that's why I want to see the, the finished product. I want to see the storyline within the storyline. And and see if it actually makes sense if it helps for both for you know on both sides. But it's just been there's a lot of things that have been lacking. Yeah, the pay-per-view this week. Yeah, like what are you? What what are you doing? And I'm not, I'm not, gonna, I'm not, I'm not knocking it. Like uh, I'm a I'm a fan of the AW product, but painting wise, it's been full of marks. Right. <laughs> just needed to put that out there. Get them. No, nah, I think just because like coming off double or nothing, and you know Punk winning or the MJF stuff, you know things is. And then the Forbidden Door story came down and it just went cold. It was super cold. They didn't, they, they didn't, they, there wasn't much. They're, they're, uh, you got the announcement done? Perfect. No, we didn't see, we didn't, we didn't know, there was no leak or anything else about it. You brought it up. This was awesome. And then the, the way you do it was just like, hey, um, Punk is down the next following week. So who are we bringing? Oh, Here's Tanahashi, and it's just like this is this literally what you're doing. There wasn't a presentation, there wasn't a storyline you just injected. It was like, oh, well, this is how we're we're going to present this. It's like, nah, dude, that shit was trash. <laughs> like they needed to make this a true like, hey, let 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 let's make this an AEW versus New Japan type thing. Yeah. Now they're like, hey, we're we're collaborating on this. Like, no, we all know. But like make it like, hey, this is us versus them. Yeah. Cause truthfully, <laughs> besides like Mania and like Russell Kingdom, this should have probably been the biggest event. This should have. It definitely should have. Like I feel you on that. I'm watching New Japan guys come over. That hasn't worked vice versa. It's hmm. just it's this new Japan guys kind of like calling out um people out here. You know, White doing his press conference, which he's done a really fantastic job calling out Paige and all of this stuff. But it's just in them calling out, and then you have New Japan's come over, but it hasn't worked. Like, that's that's where that has been lacking. The book, the the, the, the storyline, the booking to this has just been, it's been awful. Yeah, it's been trash. It's been awful. And, and, and it, again, you're disservicing people who have prolonged and have earned to to see this um this thing happen for so long. 
Yeah. I mean, we should see, you know. The, I mean, the event, the event probably going to be good. You know, it's a lot of great performers on this card. Well, lower the standards on this. Yeah, because yeah, this is like the way we talk about this is the same way we was just talking about like Helen the Sound backlash. Yeah, like a B show. Unless and this, the, and this shouldn't really be a B show, right? No, <laughs> unless somehow this is some some cock tease, uh show for what can possibly happen at Wrestle Kingdom. Mm-hmm. That's why I I want to make my fair assessment after the pay-per-view. Yeah. I mean, if this is like the, from the production or storyline standpoint, it's like the bottom. Like, I don't see how they can see this after this is done and not improve on this. Yeah. I, I would love to see a program with uh, with Brian Danielson and um, Zack Sabre Jr. Yeah. Um, but where's the fucking... This, like, Give me a build up to this. Give me something. There hasn't been anything. Like nothing has get uh put together. And as much as everyone gives, and I've said this before, as much as people give WWE shit, they're gonna give you that presentation somehow. Yeah, they will give you that presentation. They're gonna give you the build up, even if it's as minuscule as it is. Yeah, because like, like even when Osprey came in the ring, like last year, it was like a lot of people were like, ah, you know. Like, who the fuck is this Joe Schmo? Yeah, the crowd goes loud. The marks. Like, literally, the, the, the marks. You know how many people, like, um, I've I've come in contact with? Like, I have an AEW hoodie. I wear it sometimes. I don't know how many times I've, I've had conversations with people. And I'm very curious to see. And I'll be like, oh, man, yeah, I love AEW. And I'm just like, so what do you feel about WWE? Like, oh, I never really watched it. I just watched this. Do you watch anything else? No. Mm-hmm. No. Nah, okay. you know. I, it's the same thing with WWE people. They're just like, oh, I don't, I don't watch anything else. It's not WWE. I don't even watch NXT. What is that? <laughs> I'm like, That's right. true. Cause they were treating that shit like it was another company at yeah, one point. Yeah, they just like, what? What's, what's NXT? What's that? Which, yeah, I, I feel like Kenny probably the most disappointed out of everybody about this event. Yeah. About how like how was like the how was how was faring or like the lackluster vibes behind it? Yeah, because you know he had to have the idea like when they started AEW, like you know one day we'll do an event with New Japan, and, and it's gonna be the gonna hottest be like, shit ever. Yeah, it's gonna be the yeah. hottest shit ever. Like yo, this is like they gonna be talking about this. She gonna be Marvel versus Capcom for the wrestling world. Yeah, right. No, we 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 ain't getting none of that. The fact that we 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 don't even have um God. And and the Bucks going at it. Like, how is it that we, we don't have a focal point on the Bullet Club on this? Unless, again, unless something transpires and all of this shit gets built up to to Wrestle Kingdom. Like, I it's like, come on. Yeah. I mean, nobody from um, AEW not even booked for G1, I think. That's um, I think Lance Archer, that's it. It's 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 pitiful. Cause that was that was and that was one of the selling points for like Daniel Bryan leaving WWE. He was like, he's like, I want to, I want to be part of the G one. But they also haven't made, uh, they haven't made announcements yet of who's going to be in the G one. Nah, they got, nah, they did the block yesterday. They announced it. 
Oh, I did not. I did, I did not yeah. see the block. Yeah, it's eight. It's blo- they doing four blocks. Um, and the only person in AEW is Lance Archer, which he see he's has pretty strong New Japan ties. It's let me see. So just looking at this, the lineup. Yeah, Block A with Lance Archer, Fale, Yano, Jeff Cobb, Jonah, Tom Lawler. Uh, and you have Okada, and then you have the B Block. You got Jay White, Tomatonga, Ishii, Tai Chi, Great Okan, Chase Owens, who's, I would say, he's probably the worst Bullet Club member of all time, but that's for another conversation. <laughs> <laughs> the Crown Jewel. Get the fuck out of here. You got Sonata, who this this man is gold. How he still like hasn't won a title is is disgusting. You got Naito and Block C with Zack Saber Jr., Kenta, Evil, Goku, Hinari, and Tanahashi. It's a great one. And then rounding it off with D, got Osprey, Fantasmo, Juice, Finley. Takahashi, Hashi, and then Takaji. So it's like, it, it, it's it's pretty good. I like how they they've expanded this. Um, some some something's got to be up though. Something's got to be up. Some, some something's got to be up on this. Oh, man. You know the fact we you know we I I think out of all the matches that I've been waiting to see, you know. Kenta and CM Punk. That's like a match I've probably been wanting to see. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's gonna have to probably wait for the next event, cause if that ever happens. Yeah, because they don't know when true. Cause if 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 um if TV promoters like if they look at this, TBS, and they're like, yo, y'all doing ratings like how y'all was doing against um NXT, why the hell would we want to promote this on television? Yeah. Is this gonna be like a one, you know? Once a year event, like I'm very curious to know what it is. But regardless of not just the way this is looking, they they're already failing. They have, I've set expectations low on this because this ain't looking good. <laughs> you know, it's, it 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 it, it, it kind of sucks, but you you never know. You you might be surprised, and you, and you can go on and be like, you know what, that was that was a really good pay per view. Yeah, like I said, it could still be a good pay per view, but the whole like production standpoint no. built up. It's just it's, it's been horrible. It's been flat. It's been flat since day one. You have one show unless, and I don't want to hear about like, oh, you still have Rampage. Like, no, nah, you still have you have this, which I doubt they'll have. They'll do anything for it. It's just it's been horrible. So, Tony, you know, TK being, like, head booker on this, like, shame on you. Like, this is when you really needed to have, like, your your band of collective creatives come up and, like, all right, so how are we going to promote this? How are we going to do this? What's the game plan? Who's involved? Who's not involved? Get contracts already up and going. Because I would have loved to see Andrade. Like, there's just there, there's so many storylines that they, they, that could have happened. Not having Naito be part of this, not having Andrade with with uh, you know, 
with, with the storyline that they already have there, the history. Mm. You know, they got Rouge. It's just like, yo, there's there's ties, there's LIJ ties there. Yeah. More mob ties. Mob ties. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so like, EW's gonna have to pick up the pieces in the summer. A couple of injuries right now. Gang's out. Punk is out. I keep saying, boy, I I, pre- I feel like AEW's not gonna get their second juice until they sign Wyatt and Mercedes. Because I feel like those two are just gonna add. They they're gonna they're gonna help AEW with stuff that they're lacking at the moment. What 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 what? Well, and there's no, there's no guarantee. There's, there's still no guarantees. Well, um, I don't know if it's just me being old fool, but I, I see Bray Wyatt going back to the W. I don't see him going to AEW. Really? Yeah. Hmm. He's been throwing up a lot of WWE <laughs> pictures lately. Um, he could have if he wanted to make that jump. I feel like he, he would have already me have done that already. Okay. Um, that's the same thing with Cesaro. Um, I think Cesaro will, I think he's, you know, he's laying low. He's doing his thing right now. He hasn't taken any indie bookings. He's been leaving, uh, promoters on red. <laughs> no, seriously. Like, you know, I, like, there's, there's been talks of, like, there's been talks on the block. That's that, that Texco green. That they've been, yeah, <laughs> they've been hitting him up and he has not gotten back to them. Even nah, though yeah. he's available for booking, but he's not responding to anybody. Yeah, because he just opened a new business too. Of course. <laughs> yeah. I think it'll be one of those things that, yo, I just want to... And I think it's for everybody right now that they're starting to realize there's there's so much opportunity outside from wrestling. Mm-hmm. People just kind of want to take some time off and do some other different projects. Yeah, like... <laughs> I liked how Johnny, like Johnny Gargano, he didn't rush back in. Yeah. Yeah, because he also started the baby on the way. So I know he probably also because like with him is like, do you want to start a new wrestling company and then like you're probably gonna lose momentum because obviously you want to take off and like be around there for your kid. Love. I think right now the this isn't the same wrestling that we've seen 20 years ago. If guys want to go and hit the 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 indie circuit, they'll just get paid just as much money, even if they they stand exclusive to one company. Mm-hmm. If it just comes down to the financial part of it. You'll travel more, you have more days, but you have freedom to kind of just do what you want when you want. You understand what I'm saying? Um, Definitely. So I don't think it's... it's Right now, Has not, I, I think this is like the riches that the business has been at so far. Um, there's a lot of talent out there and a lot of it's starting to get showcased. But I think just guys is like... They're kind of they're they're trying to be smart. I think they're just trying to like see how far they their careers can go outside of wrestling. They just want to do different shit and not having to be like, well, I can't do this because of WWE um, complications or I have AW shit. Like, oh, I can't do that. I got restricted for that. I don't have enough time for this because I have, I have I'm committed to this program for these excess amount of months, and that's when I can take off. You know, everybody wants you know everybody wants to dibble and dabble, do some TV, do some movies, do whether, some OnlyFans, do some OnlyFans. <laughs> you know, do some writing, whatever it is, music. Like, 
I, I think everyone is at that point. It's like, yo, I just kind of want to give my body a, a rest and do some other shit. And you can't get, and you can't knock them for that. <clears throat> um, sticking on the AEW side, you know, before the Vince news and Sasha news broke, we had to bring up the controversy that happened early in the week. Our guy Jeff Hardy mm-hmm. got hit with another DUI. Yeah. Boys will be boys. Oh, nah, not on this one. You seen the video? Well, I, yeah, I did see the video, and the, and and I I didn't really understand it. So the guy came up to Jeff Hardy's car with a car, with a gun already. Yeah, that was wild. I was but, just uh, like, damn. But like, because we what did the accident like, happen? Yeah, we all knew like two. They had two matches going into the week. Um, the AAA matching on Dynamite. So Matt Hardy stated like the day um double nothing after that Jeff was almost knocked out during the match. If you watch the match, like yeah. it's like half the match he's on the floor. He got hit hard. Yeah, he got hit hard. So you know they still were scheduled to do the tag, the triple tag match, which they were supposed to win the belts. And that Monday, <coughs> I guess Jeff was like drinking or whatever the case is. Mm-hmm. But on his way. Like he was, he told the officer he was on his way to a brain scan. So you yeah. know, people were thinking like Jeff is probably drunk. He don't know what he's talking about. But this is true. Like he was really had like yeah concussion. Like he was on the road, drunk with a concussion to the point that if you're looking at the video, like he couldn't even put the car in park. So mm-hmm. like damn. And I remember after that match. <clears throat> Everyone was saying like, "Yo, he needs to take some, he needs to take some time off physically." Yeah, you you could tell like he he really needed some time off. <clears throat> like the 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 amount of stuff that that man has put his body through, and he's and he slowed down a lot. Um, his move sets. He's like, you know, big big pay per view matches. I'll do it. Um, but that 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 boy has put some. <clears throat> he he's definitely put some wear and tear on that body. It ain't the same anymore. Um, and I think after that match that we all saw, um, especially against the Bucks, we just knew like <clears throat> some people were saying like, "Yo, Jeff, it's time to retire." Just for. So you mean you mean um like you mean like that indie match before they returned that Mania when you went to that Mania weekend or. His recent match with the Bucks. I I want to say his uh, his recent match, like okay, and you could tell. I remember remember that Ring of Honor match that they had before they joined WrestleMania. I heard it was a banger. Yeah, it was okay. Um, but this one, it was just kind of like, like you could tell, like Jeff was like he got he got hit. He was definitely he was definitely hit hard. Yeah, I mean, yeah, like both of their bodies is done. Yeah, like they. The, you could tell the Bucks was keeping the half speed on them during the match. Yeah, full speed. It would have been a wrap. Yeah, like they wasn't keeping up with their movesets. Like a lot of people was like, "Oh no, y'all just you know their hardy's been through a lot with their body." It was like, "Yeah, you know, it's time like this is reaching Undertaker level, man." Y'all, mm-hmm. y'all embarrassing yeah. yourself. Like this. Yeah, they're at that point. They're at that point. It's not the same anymore. You ain't you ain't recovering the same anymore. 
Yeah, you know what's bad, you know, Jeff, because, you know, Jeff, the way he's been doing the swan song lately, he's just been landing flat on people. And then Matt is like, well, you know, Jeff can't land on his spine no more. Well, you know, that sounds like that's a problem. Yeah. Well, I mean, Ric Flair still takes uh, bumps on the side for 40 years. I don't know how he does that shit. <laughs> Hope. Zenita Boy. Yeah, because I don't know. Just, I guess his boy is addicted to the bumps. Yeah. Ring the rings, the ring ones and the powder ones. So I know what next week he has. Uh, there's there's a hearing, I believe. Uh, to get him off the hook or to go through his case? No, I think the case wise, I think he has a hearing next week of the uh, if there's any charges or whatever the the, the case is going to be. Um, I think license suspension has been talked about. Since he's, you know, multiple offenses. Mm-hmm. Um, Especially doing it from one company to the next. Yeah, so we, we don't we, we don't we don't know what, what what's gonna happen. I don't know if he if he got that that Uso plug. Hey, he's not he's not related to Roman. Cause how the fuck how many times these motherfuckers have been stopped at DUIs? And you know, it, you know, all jokes aside, as much as we say, like it, there is gonna come a point in time, like, yo, that number's gonna come up. Yeah, like you just seen what happened to Sonny. She just killed somebody. Yeah. And who was that fool from the Raiders? Um, um my man, Henry Ruggs. Yeah, like, come on, dude. Like, you just you you just got paid. You're 25, and now you you're spending pretty much your entire life in jail right now. Because you wanna you wanna be that dumb fuck who drank way too much and then you doing over a hundred over the speed limit. Yeah, like it's like when is enough is enough. Yeah, it's like, like at, at some point it's just like you know you can't do it. Like just find another way home. Yeah, like be, be, be responsible for this shit. Yeah, but that was like, yeah, and then it's like, after a while, need that people on Jeff's side, they gotta hold, hold them accountable, son. Like, after a while, like, I know Matt wanna be big brother and stuff, but it's like, all right, man. Yeah. Like, how many times are we gonna be doing this? Like, I, they, they played the clip of the, um, when they did the Talk is Jericho pod, like, after you left WWE, and Jericho's like, so take us back to that night, you know, when you left the, the building. And then Jeff was like, yeah, well, I was doing my spot, and the match was going on, I just left out the arena. And then Jericho was like, what? <laughs> He's like, they didn't need me anymore. I'm out. Yeah, and then, then you know, Matt was trying to cover up the story, like, yo, no, 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 no. You know, Matt was at SmackDown the night before. I was like, yo, yo, my man, yo, after a while, like, you a grown ass man. Like, you've been doing this in WWE, TNA, you know, the business, AW, <coughs> and Indies. I was like, and in the Indies, too, he was wilding. It was like, after a while, I was like, yo, man, like, there's only so much a company could do for you. Yeah. And now he's like, oh, I'm, I'm in a program right now, trying to get cleaned up. They've uh, suspended, I believe, uh, any any type of promotions right now for him. It, everything everything is on hold. Yeah, I think um, there was like TBS told him to take Jeff Hardy stuff off of the program and stuff. My son was um, my son is in exile. But it's cool. But it's cool when Nancy Pelosi's husband does it, though. Just put that out there. My man was out here fucking 
drunk as fuck, driving. It's just like, ah, don't worry about it. My wife is my my, my wife gonna take care of this. <laughs> like, get that hush money. That shit was big though. That, that was a, a large chunk of hush money. I wonder who's like the whistleblower or some shit in Titan Tower. Not only that, but to get the footage like that. Yeah. It's like at, at some point it's just like, yo, like they they def- somebody paid somebody. Like, yo, can I get that footage? Just I wanna leak this out there. Like they don't do that shit for regular Joe Schmoes. At what point is just be like, yo, why are you putting my business out there? Like Yeah, you know, hopefully, you know, Jeff though get some help with that. Yeah. Like finally get some help with that. Um, you know, I don't know if you gotta go see DDP like Scott Hold did. Mm-hmm. You know, right? I mean DDP is the guy. I think this man is making more money now than ever. Even extending lives out here. Yeah, he's just like, I'm extending motherfuckers' lives out here. Nah, um, because I know that shit was big, but I'm like you said, we're glad that um, DDP was able to um bring this like method to help like stretch out a few wrestlers' like lifestyles. Yeah, I mean, the the man saved Jake the Snake. That is true. Like everyone talked about Scott Hall being so fucked up, and we, you know, that guy, you know rest in peace, you know, should have been dead a long time ago. And that was a true same thing for everybody. But Jake the Snake was like, was bad. I remember seeing a documentary that came out on, on A&E and I, he was doing indie shows and my man was out here smoking crack. Oh, shit. Yeah. He was out here smoking crack um, before after shows. Like, it was some real dark shit. And I was like, this ain't the same Jake the Snake I remember seeing as a kid. But, like, it was wild. And and he shouldn't, like, Jake the Snake should have been one of those people that should have also, would have left us a long time ago. DDP came in and was just like, yo, I'm going to save your life, brother. I got you. Yeah, I think he did the same thing for Luger, too. Yeah. There's going to be a DDP congregation. He's going to have his own church. <laughs> the Diamond House. Diamond House. I mean, that's real, though, for DDP. You know, he yeah. Probably, I know he probably looked up to a lot of these guys. He's like, yo, man, try to get these guys right. So he might he might have to get that, that visit soon. Hopefully, but yeah, if DDP, if DDP works with Jeff, that would be crazy. Because I remember, you remember even Matt had like his little trouble, like early twenty, yeah. like twenty tens. Yeah, because Matt was no saint, but like his wasn't as glorified as as Jeff's was. But yo, Matt Hardy was living some crazy lifestyle too. He was he had a substance abuse issue. He had his issues with his wife. And 
he got it. He he got cleaned up. He got his shit together. And that was that. Yeah, yeah. Um, before we get out of here, mention a few things. Um, Double J is back in WWE. Jeff Jarrett, Ooh. he's the head of live the live events now. Oh shit. He actually was supposed to take this role on before the pandemic, but you know that happened. You know, so he's officially like the head book of live events. So he got a meaningless job. You say you got a meaningless job. He got a meaningless job. You stupid. It's a meaningless job. You're I mean, that's what he wants. That's what he wants to do. Oh, uh, no ramifications other than that to make someone look good. That's it. No J. Getting Am, I right? checks. Am I right or wrong? Yeah, he's like taking them checks. Nah, mm-hmm. it is it is a useless job. We ain't gonna lie. But fuck it, it's a job. It's a job. In today's economy, you need to use the paper. See, they got rid of Triple H. Now they're gonna get triple H, triple J, Jeff Jarrett job. Jeff Jarrett's job. <laughs> yeah. Um also some fortune news. Dave Herp. Dave Herb. Tim White. RP. Mm-hmm. Back to back days too. Yeah, yeah, that was kind of crazy. I remember Tim White; he had like that web series, like him committing like heinous acts against himself. Yeah, I remember, and it was just like it made it was like the most random shit. It was like some jackass shit. Mm-hmm. I completely forgot about that. It's like, yeah, that was- so somehow Tim White just got kicked in the balls. Like, okay. <laughs> Cool, whatever, whatever works. But I think that's um, I'm trying to think with the hopping of Vince McMahon. I know that's like the hottest thing in the streets. Like I don't know, what possessed homeboy to hop. <laughs> that's 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 that carefree hop. Nah, you better, you better chill out. Um, I'm curious about one thing though. So, um, you know, we just heard <clears throat> as of today, uh, Gronk just officially announced his retirement for, I guess, unofficially the third time. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, could he come back to the WWE? <laughs> Fuck it. I'm very curious, like, you know. Why not? Would he come back? But so, hey, Grunk. Come on back, baby. Unless that was like solely a Vince project. And we're just like, nah, we we're not doing that. Now I can see I can see them bring him back, Grunk, because I think the first thing why they signed Grunk is because he has like a big name. Yeah. So if he's out there and he wants to come back, you wanna you wanna sign him regardless. So it'll it'll be interesting. Um, I see Charlotte Flair coming back sometime soon mm-hmm. from the uh, the honeymoon phase. Yeah, she said I'm not Andrade. I'm taking all my PTO. So we we see her we see her coming back soon. Um, I'm girl definitely her PTO. Mm-hmm. And I think the lastly is just side note. Uh, 
was reading this, there's, there's still been some beef with uh, Nate Diaz and Dana White trying to get that that that, that cheddar cheddar for that mm. match that he has on his contract. <laughs> and I think at one point Dana White was like, you know what, fuck this guy, just go just go fight Jake Paul and get your money. You ain't getting that shit here. <laughs> I guess I can see that. So shit's just getting real out here. That's getting real. It's the first um day of summer. Oh, before we skip off, um, I don't know if you guys noticed, but um, Uber Pool is coming back to the yeah to New York City. I just really? got yeah the, the the share rides are coming back. Hmm. Uber money. I'm I'm actually I'm actually like the the non pool lifestyle. You like I don't gotta listen to nobody else's shit. That is fucking facts. <laughs> Cause I think we we talked about it earlier. Just like sometimes you get in the pool, people be mad, or somebody will come into the pool mad and just fuck it up. Yeah, I've I've had. I think we both had bad experiences on the pool. Yeah, you have to uh, in New York City. And you, if you took Uber pool, you at least had to have one or two bad experiences off the rip. Yeah, I've 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 also again I know for a fact I've done some asshole shit on the pool. What you done? I, I mean, I, it it was it was fucked up, but I didn't give a shit. It, like I knew. What it was you do? <laughs> I so, hit How did you so, so back when I was still living in the Bronx, I remember. <laughs> um, uh, what was it? It was I can't remember which SummerSlam it was, but for some reason, you already know trains are always fucking up somehow in the summertime, mm-hmm. especially on the weekends. And I've I've learned my lessons prior times trying to head a Barclays. So I was like, you know what? Fuck this shit. I dead ass. I took an Uber pool from the Bronx down to Barclays. Wow. And how I much was that? Do you remember? It, I paid like 35 bucks. Wow. Yo, that's crazy. It costs like me right now to like $30 to get from Bedstar to Williamsburg. Yo, it's you know, it's it's that serious. Well, also you gotta look at it right now, like now like these motherfuckers are charging a crazy price, and they're also charging extra now. There's like a surcharge for gas. Yeah, nah, that's crazy, but nah, go ahead, bro. So I felt like I knew what I knew what I. You know when you shamefully, you know, you did something bad, and you're just kind of you're just like I hope I don't get called out in shame. I remember I sat down, and the guy looked at me, and he's just like, "Oh, let's see where we're going." And he's just like, "Oh, you going? To, you, did you really just book a pool to Brooklyn?" <laughs> And I was like, what are you talking about, a pool? And he's like, yeah, you know, you picked Uber pool, right? And he's like, oh, man, that's, that's, uh, I meant to pull X. And I know what I did wrong. But this man literally gave me the dirty look like, you dead ass about to make me come. And you got to pick up niggas, Bronx, Manhattan, and Brooklyn. From 170th Street and Grand Concourse. You really gonna make me go to downtown Brooklyn on an Uber pool? <laughs> and I looked at it like this: it was about to be. I think I was probably saving like maybe ten minutes on the train, and it was still like fifty minutes. I mm-hmm. was like, you know what? If I'm I, if I'm gonna if, if I'm gonna do if I'm gonna stay a long that long on a train, I'd rather just do it comfortably. And not having to do all these extra transfer and do all this shit. I was like, you know what? And there was still traffic. I was like, I'd rather just do, I'd rather just put some money up and just go and conquer. We only picked up one, uh, one couple. And even that shit was hilarious. 
But I got a chance to kind of just talk and bullshit with the guy where it was enough where I was like, yo, I'm, you know, I'm, I'm trying to make this ride at least enjoyable. But that was the one time I, that I was like shamed. I was like, I gave, but I gave no fucks. <laughs> hey, my man, you booked the pool. He's like, you, you know, you booked the pool to, to go to Brooklyn, right? And I was like, nah, I didn't, I, I didn't do that. Yeah. And he's like, yeah, ah. he was like, I was like, ah, oh, damn. Oh, oh well, <laughs> yeah, like he's already booked, chief. I was like, I'm already here, man. And he just like he literally looked at me like, I just want to kick you out the fucking car right now. <laughs> like you're making me go from the Bronx to Brooklyn on a pool. Wait, man. I was like, Yep, I did. It's Chris out here in the streets, and I don't regret it. I forget. We sh- you, I'm pretty <laughs> sure you'll come up with some crazy new Uber pool rides stories coming soon. I think that shit is like live. Like I think you can even like start like right now. Yeah, I, I know I got the message. I don't know if it started. Now. That's how it was because I was talking to my friend and I got a notification from Uber and it was like Uber yeah. share rides. I'm like, what? You can save twenty percent on your rides, and I'm like, hmm. But the one thing I will say that I. I did get accustomed to just having your own ride because I got tired of waiting around because like, oh, your shit's going to come in like 10, 15 minutes. They're doing all these drop-offs. It's like, I don't got time for this shit. That is true. I need an X. And if I'm feeling myself, I might, I might go with something bigger. Mm-hmm. Get that, what, the Uber Comfort? I've actually never tried Uber Comfort. Me either. I've never... um. I've I've only done the black one time. Ooh, we pulled up Yankee Stadium. Nah, I had a I had a formal event that I wanted to go to. I, and, I feel what you mean. Nice, that's a nice little presentation. Yeah, but it wasn't anything crazy. I've I've gotten like it was it was just a nice luxury like uh, a Tahoe with all the trimmings on it. But I was just like, I mean, I paid extra for this shit, like. I mean, really? But most of the times, I might just I might just take the XL because it might just be a dollar more. And since like Uber got all these hookups with all these different shit, I have it hooked up with my Marriott uh, reward shit. So anytime I use Uber, and especially like Uber XLs, like you get like X, like let's say two or three times amount of points that gets added on. So now I'm like, yo, these are hotel stays. Nah, you, you're that right, bro. Yeah, same thing with Lyft. If I want to use my Lyft, especially if you go to the airport, I get some Delta mileage on it. I'm, I'm like, if it ain't benefiting me somehow instead of you, I'm Gucci. <laughs> but yeah, I'm just kind of looking at it. it looks like um, the share rides are back. Share rides are back. The cabs are here. Cabs are here. Yeah, bro. I think we had a great episode. 62's in the book. 63 coming soon with Forbidden Door Fallout and whatever else happens in the world of wrestling entertainment. It's going to be interesting. Yes, sir. Shall be fading back. But yeah, shout out everybody. Be lit. NBA draft in a couple days. Be good to your neighbors. Drink your water. See how the Knicks fuck up this year, but that's been a conversation. They won't give up the farm for the for whatever pick they're trying to move up to. 
So we'll I, I don't, I, yeah, I don't, I don't want them to move up. But yeah, we'll talk about that. We'll see what they do in the next episode. We'll see. But yeah, this is go home, boys, y'all. We out. <laughs> we out.